Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, presented by Conserve the Wild, your destination for an unfiltered look at conservation. Now, let's get wild. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Conservation Unfiltered podcast. It's presented to you by Conserve the Wild. This is episode number seven, and today I have a special guest with me. It's my father, Jeff Creighton, and we're going to be talking about some traditions in hunting that uh, are going to be changing for us here pretty soon. The Game Commission just came down with some big changes to our rifle deer season and also uh, more changes to the uh, black bear season, which is definitely going to be changing the way things are done uh, on our property and within our family. So we uh, wanted to wait a couple days, sort of let the uh, the emotions settle down a little bit, and then we wanted to talk about uh, how our traditions are going to be changing and just sort of our general thoughts on, on the issue. We also play a little game, King for a Day, <laughs> uh, so how we would sort of see the seasons work out. Uh, so I hope you enjoy, and without further ado... Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. I have a special guest with me today, my father, Jeff Creighton. Hello. How you do? Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem. Uh, so today we want to, I figure we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some traditions uh, around hunting and Pennsylvania and all that kind of stuff. So thought who better to have on than uh, the person that got me started in the outdoors. So just for everyone listening out there, why don't you give a quick little background of your hunting and sort of conservation deal? Well, it's... Uh... I'm a little different than some in Pennsylvania in the fact that I didn't start hunting until I was in my early 20s. Um, and at that time, I was did it to uh, get to know my father-in-law a little better uh, by going up to his deer camp in northern Pennsylvania. So those, in those days, there wasn't what you'd call today with mentor hunting. Uh, my introduction of hunting was go get a uh, the hunter safety course borrow a gun, shoot at the range, and then they opened the door and said, there's the woods. <laughs> so uh, a lot of, I guess that's where my traditions came from is, uh, and then all these people I were hunting with, I was 20 years their junior at the time. So uh, I, I guess I, I learned old school. Yeah, uh, not quite the same with me, uh, obviously, as you know, um, you got me, and you know, there's a lot of pictures of me up at camp in the woods uh, in my little Bigfoot. Uh, pulling some some sticks, thinking I was logging while <laughs> we were logging the property up there. Right. And um, so it, it started for me awful young. Uh, and back then, for me, as times change, uh, the first tradition I know of that changed is I had to wait until I was 12 before I could hunt, where now we have that mentor program and kids can go out as young as the parents think they should. Uh, so I just remember all that excitement, uh, that first spring turkey hunt with uh, 
your buddy Rich Peck. Uh, wasn't successful for us, but uh, Rich did get a turkey. He got one. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he got he one. He called it in well. Yes, he did. It just unfortunately went behind us and, and right to him. Um, but so as far as uh, traditions, I mean, we the, I guess the big reason why we're talking about this, the, the sort of elephant in the room is Pennsylvania Game Commission just made some pretty major changes to uh, hunting in Pennsylvania. What what has it been? Five days, I guess, since the, it's the been big about, announcement. Been about five days, yeah. Um, that was, I guess, I'll go ahead and say it. It's the uh, opening of rifle season being on a Saturday after Thanksgiving instead of Monday, and that, and that's quite frankly why I wanted to. I, I I like the opportunity to speak with you about traditions right now. Um, it's. I said five days because I get, my first thing would be I'm glad we waited five days to do this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my feelings have not necessarily changed, but I've mellowed a little research, a little talking to people in the last five days. Obviously, I think you've caught by now that I'm not happy about it. It's It wouldn't be my idea to do that. Um, but there, I think there's some reasons to do it. I just don't know that I believe in them. Yeah, so the Game Commission, at least what they're saying as far as why they're doing this, is to try to get former hunters or hunters that haven't been able to or haven't has chosen not to purchase licenses in the last couple of years to try to reactivate them as hunters uh, with the idea that they can't get enough time off work, especially for the first day of rifle since it's traditionally that Monday after Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not so sure that what they're trying to accomplish is going to accomplish. Well, I, I do believe uh, another one of their goals was younger hunters. And correct? younger hunters, yeah. They try to get uh, the college kids that don't, can't get time off. Uh, they're claiming there are a bunch of high school age kids uh, that can't that don't have Monday off of school. I, th- as far as I know, there is not one s- school district that kids have to go to to school on Monday after Thanksgiving within the county we live in or two of the neighboring counties or the county that our camp is in. So I'm not exact. I'd ha- I don't have the numbers. I would, I wish I could had time to go through and see all the schools and, and what their calendar of events is. Um, I do remember, and I, I don't know, I'm sure you probably do too. Uh, one year when I was in high school, my high school decided that we we're going to have uh, school on the Monday after Thanksgiving. Uh, I obviously did not go. I was sick. I had uh, deer fever, a little bit of buck fever, but um, they had less than half of the kids in school, on school, like actually go to school that day. So that was literally just a one-year experiment, and that was it. Well, my my, and if we're gonna go through some list and or some different reasons that the school deal, it, it's just. To me, it's ridiculous because, uh, I mean, I think we all know kids miss school for a variety of reasons. So it, it's a choice um, to, to take your kid out of school or miss classes. Uh, personally, I can't think of a more educational day than be a field with your with your family and your friends or your father, mother, uncle, aunt, whoever. Um, you know, they take them off to go to D.C. They take them off be, uh, to go to the mall shopping at Christmas time. So... That that argument there fails, but I, I I think maybe the best way to explain my position on it is I, I think they're wrong in the beginning. With I, I'm first to admit that rifle season in Pennsylvania is down in numbers. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. But why is why what is the reason? Um, I personally think archery has a lot to do and with that. That is one hundred percent the reason why the the numbers in rifle season are down. And, and Saturday opener does not correct correct the guys that have used their vacation up to do archery hunting have gotten their buck were successful, so they're not out in the woods. So so for those kind of reasons, I I just I don't see where it's going to help get do what they want it to do. Uh, I do think that there's a, a little back side to it, too. I think they fully expect Sunday hunting to pass in the near future. Yeah. And uh, that, that continues it. You know, that gives you that full week. Right now, without Sunday hunting at, the, at this time, mm-hmm. at the time of this broadcast or this recording, Sunday hunting is still not legal. Is that correct? Correct. And, and please correct me on any. Uh, being, being one of the <laughs> older people, I think uh, any of your younger listeners – will probably uh, understand that old people have to have a tendency to confuse facts with the way things have always been. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guilty of that myself. And in the last few years, I think you've helped me yeah. correct some of that. Well, uh, by, with QDMA, new, QDMA and, you know, a, a, not a non-flip phone where you can actually get some real-time information. That <laughs> helps too. Yeah, that does. And and reading uh, more than one source is very important in anything, and yeah. not nothing more so than than hunting, uh, and especially whitetails. There's a lot of misinformation out oh, there yeah. uh, to cipher through. Uh, I guess one of the reasons I've mellowed down, I've, I've done a little bit of research on my own in the last several days. Uh, two different uh, polls that I've saw. And both of them show at least 70 or 75% of the Pennsylvania hunters polled are in favor of this move. Mm-hmm. So I am in the minority, and I have to, uh, you know, acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, there's not a, that doesn't mean I have to be happy, but I have to acknowledge that for some reason a lot of people think that this is a good move. Uh, I think a main reason for that is you've, you've known deer camp like I've known deer camp. I don't think deer camps uh, are in air quotes there or the way they used to be 25, 30, 35, 50 years ago. Back in the day, everybody went to deer camp. Now I think that's not necessarily the norm anymore. No, that's uh, just talking to my friends uh, that are hunters uh, doing an informal poll of whether they like the Saturday opener or not. It is split exactly with whether that person goes to a deer camp to hunt or hunts at home. I can definitely for, believe that. For if any, anyone that hunts at home, they all said basically the same thing. doesn't really matter to me right. because they're home all weekend anyways. And that's where, you know, that's honestly the only reason why I don't like this uh, <laughs> is because it screws with the traditions that we have at deer camp. Exactly. Uh, you, exactly. you know, for us, we get up there. Most of us get up there on Friday. Uh, we, you know, have a good time Friday night can do whatever we want to do on Saturday, which oftentimes is shooting and hanging out with family and friends that are up there. Uh, Sunday, we do our turkey dinner. So it's a lot of that prep and we get to watch some football and things like that. And then, okay, now it's time to get ready to go hunt on Monday. It's a social event. Yeah. Uh, we're not we're not isolated hunters or solitary no. hunters. And, and a lot of the, the young people that I'm working with now are more of that. And I, I think that, again, goes back to archery to yeah. some extent. I mean, yep. they're used to hunting on their own time and their own schedule. Uh, where for years I grew up where that was the excitement was mm-hmm. to get up there. And I'm, I'm not going to, a lot of guys I have heard the 
well, we need time to go find our spot and we need time to do this and we need time to do that. At that I, I take that a little bit with a grain of salt. I'm not going to tell you that we do a lot of that. It's just the, the social bonding that we've done over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, before you came camp, and that would be in the early 80s is when I started, there were 14 guys in our camp. Uh, we didn't go looking for spots to hunt. We all hunted in the same spots yeah. years after year after year. But it was 14 guys just that didn't really see each other than other than passing at work once in a while. And that was the weekend that we all got back together and uh, told our stories and found out what was going on in our lives the last, the last year. And some of that's going to be gone now, I think. Yeah. And, the, you know, that, you know, my great uncle and cousin, you know, your uncle-in-law, uh, they come up on Saturday. I mean, they hunt at home, but they come up typically sometime on Saturday, uh, stay through that turkey dinner that we have on Sunday, and then they go home to hunt. Uh, now that you can hunt on Saturday, they're not going to be coming up Sunday morning just for the dinner and then go back home. I don't you know, see that. No. I don't see them coming up. So that's, you know, that's a lot of solid hours of spending time with, with family, you know, two members of our family that is we're not going to have now. Uh, and that, you know, that's the big sort of, part for me that I'm going to be missing because I am big in the archery hunting and it is very solitary. It's, it's a solo deal. Um, you know, now you come up during archery season, you know, uncle Barry comes up, he hunts archery. So we talk at night. Uh, but as far as what we do during the day and all this, I mean, it's pretty much all day by yourself. I enjoy this part of hunting season where we can relax for multiple days and talk about hunting and Pretty much anything else, <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just what you miss, and uh, you know at the the risk of some, being that old guy that that says these things, but uh, I think some of it is young people with the uh, what are they the immediate gratification yeah. of today. Yeah. Um, why do I have to wait till Monday? Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you want to wait till Monday? Yeah. Uh, like you said, it was an, you had to wait till you were twelve. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to do that. Now we can't even wait till Monday. We, you know, let's get out there. I don't want to waste a vacation time. Um, maybe you don't have it. I'm, and I know there are people that don't have it, and it's going to benefit. I, I, I don't mean to belittle them and, and their the advantages is going to be for them. But there are so many people that that, that vacation day is a choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it reminds me of, of the stories I heard about uh, your mother's uh, grandfather, Pap Teet. They went to Potter County back in the day, and of course I'm talking in the 30s and the 40s, but in a Model T, it took them three days to get there, mm-hmm. and they would spend two weeks at Deer Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about no immediate satisfaction. Uh, it, it was a process, and now it just seems over the years that has, you know, obviously you don't have to do that anymore, but now right. we can't even wait a couple of days to get out there to hunt. And it's disappointing to me. And I think it's disappointing to a lot of people my age and older that have lived with it. And now it's something sad that's going to go away. And it's hard for us. I mean, this isn't the first change that, that they've made. I mean, obviously, as as the years go on, changes get made. That's just the way our society works. And went from the original, uh, and this before my time, uh, but uh, of hunting time, but used to have a three-day doe season. Uh, that was what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Correct. And a lot of years it was a two-day, and they would extend it like they would with bear if they didn't get the numbers they wanted. Or right. and and now we don't have that, and yeah. we have two uh, management units where it's rifle season is 
concurrent doe and buck, and then for us, it's that first Saturday is when you can shoot a doe. So you can still concurrent the and, second week. Right, right. So, so um, you know, it's uh, it, you know, so that's changed. Uh, what was it about five years ago? Four, five, four or five years ago, they made the change. Uh, bear season was always Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, most of the time Wednesday, um, and then they. Moved now move that Saturday opener, and as uh, it, looking back, that was a foreshadow. That was a of, foreshadow. Of what happened? That was this a foreshadow. Week. Well, to get a, a hope, I don't, I don't know how much foreshadow, but they just made more changes to the bear season too. Correct. So With now during that early muzzleloader season, you can also shoot a bear, and if you're a senior or junior hunter that's allowed to use a rifle during that early muzzleloader season in October, you can shoot a bear with a rifle then too. Right. So that's well, that's a and, big and, change. And I'm I'm not I, I don't know about the Saturday, but as far as the rifle and that, the bear numbers have been really crazy. Right. And uh, without delving into too many facts that I don't know for sure, I do understand that New Jersey has uh, I think pretty all but abolished bear hunting. Yeah, and, and the legislation. so uh, Eastern Pennsylvania is really concerned about what the bear population is going to do on our side of the Susquehanna. So I think some of that is to, to limit the numbers. And with doe season, uh, you and I have talked. I'm not one of the old people that say that we don't have enough deer. We have, uh, in, it, it's regional. Regional. Our, our area, we need to uh, thin some doe. Our, our doe numbers are high. So I don't have a problem with that. But this, is, again, isn't doe. This is, we're talking about buck season here. Yeah. And we're talking about rifle buck after a six-week right. archery season, and it's just it's disappointing. Yeah, and and going back to the bear, I mean the uh, the game commission. I will I will give them some props. They've they've done well with adapting the bear season to try to get the number of harvests correct, right. and and they have changed. So just because they're gonna, you know, we now as of this upcoming hunting season. You can shoot a bear in October with a muzzleloader or with a rifle if you're a senior or junior. If that really skews the, the harvest numbers hard, uh, I could definitely see them dialing that back. Exactly, uh, and that's something so, they can do. Right, it's not you know they have the liberty to adjust those seasons. So that's you know, I hope that they take the the same sort of approach with. Uh, with deer season with buck season as well in the opener but i have a feeling once they make this change this and is gonna this is sort of gonna be it this is where it's, gonna it's gonna be, be. It's, and and <laughs> another thing we that i need to address with this opening on saturday is something i've heard in the last five days um it's something similar to sunday hunting which as you know i was very cold on at the beginning mm-hmm. and have come around to uh understand that it's I think it's a good thing. I think it's a it's a choice. Uh, just because you can hunt on a Sunday doesn't mean you have don't that you have to. Uh, just because you own property, you don't want people on Sunday. You can you could post it to have no Sunday hunting. There's choices to be made on that. So I'm all about the Sunday hunting now. The Saturday start, I've heard. Well, if I don't want to go, don't go. The first day of bucks a little different. Yeah. It just I I understand that technically it is a choice. I could wait till Monday. <laughs> and not go out, but the first day of rifle season is the first day of rifle season. It's not quite the same choice there is as do I want to hunt on a Sunday or do I want to go out because it's raining. Uh, it's it's just something that 
you know that that's a different start. That's even different than the first day of archery. I'm sure you'd under you yeah, would agree. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the first day of rifle season is the first day of rifle season. That's yeah, it. I mean it, it's basically a state holiday, right? Uh, which is why so many school districts traditionally give that day off. Well, and there's never going to be as many people in the, in the woods as they're going to be the first four hours right. of the first day of rifle season. Right. So as far as moving deer, um, you know, and things like that, that mm-hmm. is a prime time. That's, yes. You put that, I put that in my mind, it's not the same, but it's similar to hunting the rut archery season. I mean, yeah. you're going to, you're just, your odds are going to be a little bit better. Yes. Yeah. So something that you need to do, it's, and that takes away the choice, I yeah. think. Although, you know, we have seen in the last couple of years at our camp that that first day doesn't, it's not the way it was whenever I started. Yeah, that's lack of pressures. Lack and of pressure. to the game commission, that is because there's less people hunting rifle. Right. And, 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 and I will not argue that fact, but right. I just don't see this correct in it. No, no. Um, I mean, they're, what I see this as is them catering to the casual hunter um, because the people that are uh, really into hunting, like myself, like a couple friends I have, I mean, if we did not have that Monday off of work, we would be taking that Monday off of work because this is what we do. This is who we are. We, we hunt. That's the first day of rifle. Uh, it's more, you know, the people that are choosing not to take that day off work for the most part, and again, not to throw those people under the bus, but they're more uh, what I would consider casual hunters. They're, you know, they're not putting a priority on that, which is fine. Right. Uh, you know, there's other things in life to talk about and, and to go and do and spend your vacation time on if, if you get it. But um, it's definitely a, a cater to the casual hunter as opposed to the little more hardcore hunter uh, that are people that we typically know. Well, it, you know, not all traditions are uh, worth keeping either. I, I, I'm first to admit that I, one of the traditions that we had back in the day before antler restrictions, uh, our smallest buck, or not just ours, but many places in northern Pennsylvania, the smallest buck, buck pool mm-hmm. was as popular, if not more popular, than the larger yeah. buck because that's the kind of buck that you shot. That's all that was there. Right. So, and... I wasn't a big fan of antler restrictions when they first started. Uh, it took me a lot of time to understand the science behind it, and, and now the proofs on the on our literally on our walls up there yeah. and, and around. We've seen it. It it does work, and it's a good thing. So I'm not I'm not I don't want this to come off that I'm I'm totally against change. No, no you're not. The, you're not the crotchety old man. I'm I'm close. <laughs> close. I'm close. <laughs> the, I'm, and I, I mean, as for years, I've been wanting the Sunday hunting because it gives me an extra day to be able to, if I, if the weather's right, in archery season especially, to be able to get out there, uh, do some hunting. Uh, if I want to run the dogs in pheasant season, I can get out there, uh, that kind of thing. I never thought that I would be the guy that says, no, that's tradi- uh, that I would pull the tradition card of why I don't want a change to be made, but I guess maybe I'm starting to get a little older and like the I'm sort of setting my ways too, so... Yeah, and, and I guess one of the, as I at the beginning said about five days being a good thing that we waited. I, I not that we did plan that, but it, as it turned out, but I guess maybe some new traditions will be born. I, that's the only thing you can go with. Uh, it's going to be a shame to to not be able to do what we've been doing or I've been doing for 40 years, going on mm-hmm. 40 years now. My father-in-law has been doing it for going on close to 60 years now. Um, and our our cabin's been there for what 42 years 42 42 years now so that i mean it's been 
a long time that they've been doing it. So we're going to have to start some new ones, but I don't know when there's going to be time to do that. Yeah. I, we're going to get up there and start hunting. Yeah. And then when Sunday hunting starts, how many people are going to be up there? I, I never did get my week to stay at camp. I've been saying I'm going to do that. I still might do it this year. But, uh, boy, that might be a slow week if we hunt Saturday and Sunday. I don't gonna. I think I'm going to be back to archery hunting on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we're seeing buck a lot later in the year. There's right. nobody going up there, very few people. Yeah. Um, they, they, it's, and, and that goes back to the beginning again. The, camp, the deer camp experience has really, really slowed down. Yeah, and I, that's something that is a shame to me because I came into this as, you know, deer camp i mean just about everyone went to deer camp uh unless you had a farm or had a family member that had a farm and you hunted you know at that farm uh so i mean we've seen changes or just in the 20 years that i've been hunting we've been seeing changes anyways uh you know with some private property that was open to hunting that now is not so those 14 guys that you had when you started was down to about 10 whenever i started and now what four five 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 Five, if none of us if and uh, all family and that's all family yeah so um no not too much on the way of friends and and that kind of thing so it's i mean things have been changing anyways uh it's just in my mind a little unfortunate that you know it's a government agency that's forcing this more change on us (laughs) well the the friends i talked to this week i have uh their camps are further north than us all close to the new york border and I was discussing with them, and one thing they told me that I did not un- didn't realize was uh, it's just the opposite up there than it's been 40 years ago, that now the summer is much busier up in mm-hmm. that area for the businesses and that, and the uh, camp and the ground in that area is getting very pricey, but it's people buying for uh, kayaking, hiking, uh, mountain biking, mm-hmm. that type of thing, not necessarily hunters, which is... Again, as we all know, the hunting numbers are down yeah. across the nation, and this is a, that's another sign of it. I mean, yeah. people are buying these properties not to, not to be close to good hunting ground anymore, but to be uh, to take advantage of other aspects of the wild, which is great. But, uh, again, it, it goes back to deer camps are just not what they used to be. No, and, I mean, we see that up at our camp. I mean, you go up on a, on a weekend in the summer, there's ATVs cruising up and down the road. There's a lot of people at the camps. Um, you know, our sort of local general store, Truman's there, right in town, uh, used to be open year round and for the most part. And now, uh, pretty much by, well, really the, after that first weekend, uh, of rifle season, traditionally, then, uh, it closes up and and it's not around anymore, uh, or not around, it's just not open anymore, you know, during the winter time. And, um, you know, it, it, so this best, will be another hit to them. Yeah, this will be another hit to them, uh, I would imagine, you would think. Um, and then we're even seeing with, with the hunting up there, you know, I mean, everyone stayed when I was starting. Every, we were the odd people because I mom made me come back and go to school on Tuesday. Right. Uh, but a lot of people were staying through Tuesday, and they'd go home Tuesday night. Cool. Now, the last five or six years, you're lucky if whenever you're – you know, walking on the road past the camps, if you still see vehicles there afternoon on that opening Monday. Well, it's, there's no no advantage to it anymore. I mean, there used to be uh, so many people in the woods that the people moved to deer. Yeah. Uh, rifle season again. It's getting it's more like the archery type hunting now. It's mm-hmm. uh, which is good and bad. I mean, it's you it, you have a high likelihood of of seeing a buck 
throughout the season and well into muzzleloader, as we found out last year with uh, your uncle. And, uh, I mean, the buck are there and the opportunities are there. But, you know, that it's, again, it's just it's just sentimental reasons It's it is my, my concern over this. And it's, it's something I'll get over, even though I've gotten over a few other ones. I yeah. was There was a time when I was very upset with all the changes and uh, have, have come to – realize that I have to adapt with them if if we and I think all, we all have to adapt to them because the, the hunting numbers are down and the only way we're going to continue this tra- the tradition the main tradition which is hunting is to su- do everything we can to support not only the game commission but uh, organizations like QDMA um, this podcast any way you can get the word out on uh, responsible respectful hunting is, is is very important right now yeah and it the fact that hunter numbers are down, I mean, it it looks bad to us. We see it firsthand. Uh, you know, we it's nice to see other people out in the woods, that, you know, and share that common bond. But what a lot of non-hunters don't realize is that uh, the wildlife benefit from hunting is tremendous. You know, I mean, yes, we're consumers. We're taking animals off the, the landscape. But there's so much money that is spent uh, by hunters that, you know, through the um, pittman Robinson excise tax for our goods, uh, you know, the ammunition, things like that, hunting license, that all goes towards things, you know, that are helping wildlife. When you get these other people that are now buying the property and, and doing their activities in the summer, like the kayakers and hikers, which is great to see them out there, but none of the money that they're spending is going towards wildlife or the wild spaces or you know the forest land things like that so uh that's what i think the biggest alarm is for organizations like the game commission as far as not having enough money whenever there's not enough hunters uh you know they don't get the money they need to be able to make the improvements to the land that they need to be able to make it's it's a vicious cycle i mean and and there's another tradition that I'm, i'm sure you're aware of with your uh with your grandfather and myself and your uncle uh the game commission right now can use more money because the hunters are down. The other thing is that we have to make sure we keep them accountable on yeah. where the money and how the money is being spent. Uh, that's the, the, the vicious cycle that, that, that is a democracy. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you got to make sure the right people are in there and the, the money, even now, more important than ever, yeah. if the money is going to be down and the hunter's going to be down, that we uh, make sure that that, that money is being spent wisely and correctly. Right, and if they're not getting money from the hunting sales, they're going to try to supplement that money the best way they know how, which right now is uh, some timber management, which is a good thing in the long run, but it's also uh, opening up drilling rights and mineral rights and things like that and selling that, yeah. uh, which is obviously going to change the landscape uh, for those that, the wildlife that are using it. So uh, it would be much better if they get their money from when, People who are a little bit less consuming of the resources on that land. Yeah, our, our sport of hunting is con- controversial enough. Uh, and then when you get into the drilling, everybody mm-hmm. has their ideas on that. Right. And I, I would would think that it's a high percentage of people that are against hunting are also against drilling. So you're going to have even more outrage and more outspoken and, and more misinformation yeah. out there on the Internet, which goes by really quick yes (laughs) everyone's looking for that quick uh clickbait headline that they can post on facebook and uh say how ridiculous this is but they you know they're not necessarily reading the article and 
you know, fat debt. And so that means they're definitely not even fact checking the article. And there's, like I said, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So um, it's important to really make sure that you, you really look into what's going on before you give a, a, a hardcore assessment of, of the situation. And I, I guess the, the bottom of this is maybe coming to an end here a little bit, but I guess one way we can finish this, this is uh, we'll have to revisit this subject after a year or two and see how our traditions change because the one tradition that will continue in our family is going to deer camp, mm-hmm. uh, going to our cabin, going there for a first day of rifle, whenever, whatever day that might be. Uh, perhaps our tradition will be to stay a few extra days mm-hmm. after uh, when it's a little more relaxing, we can still hunt, but it won't be the, the hustle and bustle of first day. Uh, not sure what we're going to do with turkey dinner. We might yeah, be having don't. turkey breast sandwiches on Sunday in the woods if they pass Sunday hunting. Yeah, that's going to be uh, the big decision that we're going to have to make, how we're going to handle that. We might be... Uh, well, we might, we might have a turkey breakfast on Sunday <laughs> instead. <laughs> we might uh, cook the turkey during the night and, right. and uh, eat it in the morning. I don't, I don't know. We're, uh, we're going to have to do some thinking about that because uh, that's, I mean, they've been doing that ever since you've been going up there, right? Yes, and I don't know how, how much interest your listeners would have, but I mean, <laughs> you remember, I do think you remember the year that we went and tried a roast instead of turkey. We did a we did a pig roast. Uh, no, no. We also did a a regular beef roast and oh, potatoes. Yes, and yes. I still had that. the big meal, but it wasn't turkey and stuffings. Yes. And uh, the consensus after the meal was, boy, that was good. Let's have turkey next yeah, year. Yeah, so, I do. Uh, that's how that. stuck in the mud we are up there. Yeah, we, we couldn't get away from it with a I, year without. It was a wonderful meal. It was. <laughs> it's it's funny. I I don't know a single person that their family. Three days after eating turkey dinner for Thanksgiving, have, have, have another, another full turkey oh, yeah. dinner. Oh yeah, um, that's and do I, well in cleaning up the food pretty well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we definitely. Uh, it's <laughs> it's definitely there's been some uh, tough nights sleeping for me, and originally I thought it was you know that whole buck fever, but as I get older I realize more and more it's more uh, indigestion after eating a second full turkey dinner <laughs> that night after. Yeah. Uh, the another one I, I was just sitting there thinking another thing that we've always done is we've had people from uh, several camps uh, for mm. the last four or five years or five show years. up Sunday. We're fortunate to have a uh, a, a, a safe, nice safe range mm. on our property. We have enough ran, enough uh, land and we've done enough work to have a nice safe range. And everyone comes up and we get together and we shoot that that. Uh, that, that's going to be tough if we hunt on Sundays. Yes. Yeah. I mean, now if we don't, if we hunt Saturday, even if they have the openers on Saturday and we don't hunt on Sunday, I really don't see people staying up there for Monday. I think Sunday afternoon that people are going to come back home. I don't think they're going to take Monday off just to stay there. I mean, we may, some people if might. If I have that day off work, I don't have to go. I right. will definitely be staying and right. I might have to think about using a day for that. Right. Um, yeah, that's. But uh, there's another tradition that's going to be gone is, yeah. uh, you know, the getting together with these other people that aren't fortunate enough to have enough property but mm-hmm. still have their camp, and uh, we'd get to see them. And and that was a nice thing about having that Saturday, especially not, you know, to relax and do what we need to do for some of our friends. We've had more than more than a couple people come over uh, that their gun wasn't quite shooting the way it was supposed okay. to, and it took a couple hours to get it zeroed back in. Uh, you know, doing a bunch of different things. So 
it was nice to be able to take part in that and, and you know, help, help out a fellow hunter with that kind of stuff. And now, I, I, mean, I don't know about you, but I don't really want someone shooting at our range uh, whenever we're hunting. Oh, no. <laughs> so, no, I don't, I don't think it's quite that safe. Now. No, no. Uh, so, um, you know, it's just, it, it's definitely. And I do believe that might even be followed up. Well, I guess it's, it is at a range. I it is say at at range. It won't be at random. But it wouldn't yeah. be at random. <laughs> but it's it, but... uh, still too close to home. We don't even like to walk around in the woods too much no. on Sunday. So. no keep things quiet down like that makes a difference to the deer yeah yeah in just case anyone's wondering no the deer do not care there's been multiple <laughs> no. times shooting where uh you're shooting at the 100 or 150 yard target and all of a sudden you happen to look up on the on the hillside that we're shooting into and uh there's some deer walking behind the target yes. so <laughs> all, all times of the year yeah right. all times of the year spring summer uh doesn't really matter so uh that the scaring the deer off is not of our concern no. it's you know the, the safety issue of it so um yeah it's so here's my big question if you were the head of the pennsylvania game commission how would you run hunting hunt in general not in general the seasons how would you run the seasons what would you say is okay and what would you say that's too much i'd rather have it this way well i i assume you're talking about the big game big game um i'm i'm not a huge spring gobbler guy I never have been I love fall turkey um I always loved the fact back in the day and I think it even recently and it keeps changing back and forth that you could uh hunt turkey this Saturday after Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. uh, many places that was always fun um you know that of course now deer season will take care of that right I guess for buck season, well, let's start with archery season. Uh, as you know, I was I did my share of archery hunting when I was younger, and I've sort of gave it up, um, and I haven't got back into it. I have no problem. I used to have a problem with the length of archery season. I really don't anymore. I've, it's such a boon to Pennsylvania, and it's taken off, and I, I really have a lot of respect uh uh, for you, my un- your uncle, uh, the other archery hunters, I know the amount of time that they spend in the woods, uh, the amount of scouting they do, the amount of work we do in the summer, mm-hmm. uh, food plots, um, different things. So I really don't have a problem with the, the length of it. I've given up on the uh, the archery hunters shoot all the the big buck before they get a chance <laughs> to breed argument that many of us old people had. And I was taught when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, so archery season, I think, is fine the way it is. I don't, I don't, would, wouldn't want to see it expand. I probably would take crossbows out of it for the majority of the season. Probably the at least for the for the rut. Uh, you, you know, from knowing me, I'm not. I, I don't believe crossbows and archery are the same thing. Excuse me. I, I think that's two different sports. But that's my personal opinion there. Uh, Buxy or bear season. Now that it, I, I would love to see that go back to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I know the people that, up north that I that I go to their camp that we've been to their camp mm-hmm. once. They would prefer it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've seen over the years. So now that it's Saturday, everyone goes up there. Saturday's a very big day. It's a it's a good kill day. I from what I can see from the game commission. But after that, there is no one up north hunting. Very few. Um, couple guys that do start carrying their bow again because they're just as liable to, to get one with a bow than they were with a rifle and they, they just prefer that so i would ra- i would like to see bear go back but i don't think that'll ever happen mm. but i guess you said i'm king so You're i king. would do that You're king for a day buck season 
rifle, obviously, would stay a Monday. Uh, but Sunday hunting would be a real deal. So that would add two days to the season. It would. Um, you would still get two extra days. You just wouldn't start the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, doe season is so regional, and I've figured this out. Uh, if you'd asked me this question five to ten years ago, I'd say definitely go back to the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the, the old way of doe. Nowadays, there's just too many areas that, that you need to uh, – we need to have harvest some dough. The mm-hmm. dough numbers are out of control in certain areas. So I have no problem with the dough seasons being flexible enough to do that. I can see areas where you might want to take the concurrent out. Uh, in our place, I hated it when they first came out, and it was totally the whole buck season. Mm-hmm. Now that you have a week of just buck, I have no problem with that. I think that's a, a, a good time that you can be out there buck hunting and decide that you're going to, fill a freezer and do your part and harvest the dough i have no problem with that whatsoever so i guess the only really major change i would make is this saturday um and possibly bear season and bear season and definitely def- well yeah that's true bear the bear season i would like to see go back and uh i would definitely not start rifle season on a saturday other than that there's not i, I think they're doing a decent job and uh, again i our freezers and our wall are, are proof that what they're doing, at least in the area that we hunt, right? Um, that you know the the bag limits and the season seem to be working. So I can't argue too much, even though I, I would have ten years ago, and possibly, dare I say, that ten years from now, Saturday hunting on rifle season will turn out that I won't. It wasn't such a bad deal after all. Yeah. Uh, right now, it, it really hurts. I, I, maybe maybe I'll come around. I don't know. Uh, like I say, we're going to have to start some new traditions. That's all there is to it. Uh, it's what we're going to do because it's a sport that we love, and mm. it's something that we're not going to stop doing. So, Although I did do that once. Yeah, yeah but, you did. But <laughs> uh, I, I won't do that anymore. I'm not going to give up the sport I like because I, I disagree with a couple minor things in it. So not much, I guess, if I was king. I, I, I wouldn't change too much for you. Are you ready for my king king yes, for a day? Yes, yes, give it to me. Uh, so I'm right there with you. No, still, I would uh, keep the rifle opener on the Monday after Thanksgiving, uh, with the exception of a couple places where uh, the deer numbers are just so insanely high. Uh, so that would be management area 2B, which is around Pittsburgh, uh, around Philly, places like that I would keep. Uh, the first, what, I guess it's five days of rifle season would be buck, and then that first Saturday uh, would be concurrent buck and doe. Uh, just basically keep it the way it is right now. Uh, the big change I would make, uh, probably more than anything else, is that I would actually expand the archery season, but with some caveats. Uh, I would like to, just because we don't have the opportunity to harvest a buck in velvet, in Pennsylvania. I would like to expand it a little more in the front, uh, but I would do two week, the first two weeks of September are traditional archery only, so recurve or longbow. And then the last two weeks of September uh, would be uh, compound. Uh, I think that would be an interesting way to go about it, but you know, just like with everything, there's going to be people that don't like that. Uh, but if I was king for a day, that's that's the way I would do it. I do like the fact that they extended the bear season for archery to two weeks now this year. 
just because, if nothing else, it gives the game commission 10 or 15 more dollars out of my pocket. Uh, because now if I'm in the woods hunting and you know archery for deer, uh, I want to have a bear tag available so that if a bear does walk by, which uh, is not very likely <laughs> on our property, but if one does walk by, uh, you know, have that opportunity to be able to, to take a bear. So um, I do like that aspect of making it a little bit longer in archery. I would not put the bear season with that right early muzzleloader and rifle season. Um, but I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to get those bear numbers down. Um, I could definitely, so that's my king for the day. Uh, I could definitely see them keeping that part of it over on the eastern part of the state, over by Scranton and, and Philly. If, if that turns out if to that, be a problem. Right, if it turns out to be a problem. Uh, I could see it coming and going yeah. on our western side of the state uh, just based on numbers. numbers. And, you know, that's something that, that they definitely do a good job with is they try to manage those numbers and, and adjust as needed. Um, we've been seeing that with, with Turkey too. They've been um, taking where Turkey numbers have been down. They've been lowering uh, or shortening the seasons in some areas. It hasn't affected us, uh, but it, they've been shortening the seasons in other areas to try to get those harvest numbers down. So, um, you know, they, they do good things. We don't always agree with, with what they do, but they do do some good things out there. Well, there's another tradition that uh, been a part of uh, a lot of camps for years that we took part in for the first time this year that was going to a bear check station yeah, a bear check station yeah that uh, was cool i mean i've heard that for the 40 years i've been going up um i know my father-in-law and they've done it after their day of hunting but being that we're not huge bear hunters we've no. only uh, dabbled a couple times in it but this year after uh, your day in the woods archery was it archery no, no it pheasant, pheasant hunting we pheasant were, hunting. that's correct we were pheasant hunting and we uh went down and checked it out and I wish I could. I wish I knew the the name of the bear check station, or because I do not know the uh, gentleman's name, the the game commissioner that was running it. But he could not have been any better mm-hmm. to the young people at that bear check station. Yeah, it was, uh, in, it was he, in Marionville. Marionville, yeah. and, and I wish I I knew the uh, officer's name. They gave him some props because he was so good mm-hmm. with the young people that were there, the people that brought their kids, and uh, explaining above and beyond, and in, in a way that was was entertaining, entertaining. for the for the young yeah. people, uh, and for us old people too. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, it was I a, thought it was he was great. It was very great. So that that might be another tradition that we we continue now. I I, I don't know why it's so interesting to go there, but again, it's not so much to see the bear. We didn't see any trophy bear. No. We saw some bear, but not nothing that was like, wow, you know, that was huge. But a gathering of uh, like-minded people mm-hmm. all in one place. And we talked about uh, woods and deer as much as we did bear. Yeah. Yes, we did. So it, I guess that's, you know, that's what I'm going to miss with this Saturday opener is that part of it. The, 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 the excuse to get together Saturday and Sunday with uh, people that are going to be busy doing their hunting instead of... Uh, kibitzing with us and talking about other things whether possibly sometimes not even hunting just life in general and it was cool the way they did it um was cool i I had heard for a couple years from pat saying that uh you could sit there all day and never (laughs) see a bear uh come in and fortunately for us we saw what six or seven come in i think we hit the timing yeah we hit the timing real right we went uh pretty much right at dusk we didn't get lost we didn't get lost we we might have been there for an hour without seeing that's true uh, but it was nice that they also had an interactive map up there where they were putting that plots was, of where the hunters 
estimated that they shot the bear. Uh, so that was cool, and we even got to see that uh, two bear were shot on the game lands right by us. Right, Ended up one one of them was one of our neighbors, a young kid. So um, that was that was cool. And then we made a point of stopping and seeing them on the way home because we found that yep. out. Yeah. Yeah. So this the way that uh, and I w- I'm going to assume that most of them are run this way, but the way that that one in Marionville was run with that game warden with the interactive map and the biologists that were there and, and the way they interacted with everyone and especially the kids. Uh, and because we saw so many bears that first time, that's something I definitely want to do again. Uh, and then we may run into the next time, not stand there for an hour and a half and not see any bears, but um, it was just interesting to, to see the board and see how many were shot and the weights of different ones and uh, all that stuff. So it's definitely something that I would like to continue doing right uh, whether we go bear hunting this year or not like we're threatening to do but I, uh, i'm still threatening yes. okay when? yes and then staying up for the week of, of orchard or of uh, rifle season okay all right but i threaten to do a lot of things yeah because. well no all the people listening now know uh, yeah. so i'll make sure to bring that up whether you uh hold true to any of those all those the, threats all the people that are listening <laughs> that life gets in their way also yeah, yeah they'll understand <laughs> so uh, I like to end most of these podcasts with sort of some final concluding thoughts. you have any final concluding thoughts that we haven't talked about or you really want to hammer home? No, I, I, again, I guess the, my biggest thing is the, the waiting the five days. I'll go back to that. I was very upset. I, I got this news uh, at work. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple people that uh, are also as, as into hunting as we are, maybe more so, uh, let me know. And, of course, you text me. And that became the discussion, and I, I was I was very upset. It's, this is this is a drastic change. Uh, when you change something that you've been doing for forty years, it's it's hard. I don't care what it is, but I, I guess I've mellowed a little bit. I put the understanding there's not much I can do about it. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna hope for the best. Uh, we're gonna have to uh, figure out how we're gonna do this and what all is gonna change, and uh, see how it goes. I. I I guess I'll, my final thoughts are is that uh, you, you've, you've brought me a long way. I've tried to, I'm trying to <laughs> mellow over these hunting things these days and see how things are before I overreact. So, um, and, and this was, I, I appreciate you asking me on because this is talking it out sometimes makes you feel a little better about things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So final thoughts for me, uh, really, it's just uh, try to make do the best, the best we can you know, with this and, and well, yeah, you're right. There's really not a whole lot we can do about it, but, uh, you can be a little preemptive on some of it. Uh, something that, that I did before, you know, when they first came out that they were thinking about doing this and they were going to take a vote, I made sure to, to contact our uh, regional representatives for the game commission to voice my, uh, opinion of it. Uh, obviously my opinion didn't matter. Uh, there wasn't enough of me, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the studies we're seeing where it's 70% say it's, okay, you know, that they're okay with this, uh, those surveys aren't going to everyone. Uh, I know you didn't fill out a survey. No, I, I didn't fill I out did a survey. Not. So the best thing you can do is, is be involved. Uh, so for me, uh, that's been uh, contacting uh, state representatives of the House and the, and the Senate to voice uh, my uh, approval and support for the Sunday hunting bill that's in legislation right now in our state and uh that's you know even if it doesn't come down my way at least i know i did what i could do to try to influence that so i guess that's sort of my final concluder is just 
if you either don't like the way something's going or you want it to go a certain way, uh, and unless you, in my mind, unless you sort of take part in trying to voice your opinion on it, uh, sort of hard to complain after the fact you have to be part of the process you have to be part of the process so uh do your best uh with that so with those thoughts i think we'll end it there thank you thanks for coming on Uh huh. this is a good time to take a quick break and mention one of our partners sos gear As you know, SOS Gear is a small business out of Montana who specializes in paracord products. Today, I want to highlight the rifle slings Chelsea makes. These slings are tough. Available in 32 to 48 inch lengths, these slings are made to last. They come with Uncle Mike swivel attachments, which are also known for their durability. There are a wide range of colors to pick from, so you can make your own statement. Check out all the products she's made over at her Instagram, SOSGearMT, or her Twitter, at SOS Gear MT. You can order a rifle sling of your own at SOSGearMT.com. That's SOSGearMT.com. And that will do it for today. I want to thank my father, Jeff. Thanks for coming on. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, you know, I grew up in a hunting family and being outside. And it's nice to feel like after all my father's influence on my hobbies uh, that I'm sort of starting to influence him a little bit. So to be able to get him involved in QDMA and and sort of take this a little bit more hands-on approach towards conservation uh, so we're not just consuming uh, what's on the landscape on our property but we're actually trying to actively give back and and do it with with a plan in place is definitely something that makes me feel a little bit better about uh, what I have started doing. So uh, one thing I just want to do a quick update for you guys and, and, and really just, I guess, hammer home uh, from what we talked about. Uh, I, I don't want us talking about this the way we talked about it. Hopefully it didn't come across this way, but I don't want people to think that uh, – we feel like this is going to be the end of the world. Uh, whenever uh, antler restrictions uh, just went in, you know, went in in the early 2000s in Pennsylvania, uh, there was a lot of people that were very upset, and and my father was one of them, and even gave up hunting for a couple of years. Uh, this isn't going to cause it with us. Uh, you know, times change, society changes. Uh, we have to sort of adapt and and change along with them uh, as best we can. While we might not be happy with it with those changes just because they aren't the same changes we would have made this is still you know we still get to partake in what is a great hobby for us and and honestly for me uh it's definitely a, a way of life it definitely helps to define who i am as a person so we're gonna adapt we're gonna do what we have to do uh but with that also you know if you don't like the direction things are going as as sort of said with my final thoughts get out there get involved uh you know make phone calls send emails send handwritten letters uh get out there and and talk to your representatives uh at the state level uh talk to your uh you know your state uh senators uh house representatives people within the federal government uh get out there and and 
really talk to him and let your voice be heard. That's the, the best way to do it. And then encourage others that have your similar voice uh, to do the same thing. That's what I'm trying to do here. Encourage you to do the same thing. Uh, it, it definitely, uh, while it may not always make a difference, in this case with changing the opening day of rifle season, my voice didn't carry uh, any more than anyone other, any, anyone else's, uh, actually probably less than a lot of people. Uh, but uh, I know that I definitely put forth the effort uh, that I needed to to be able to try to have my voice heard. So my voice was heard. Uh, now I get a chance to complain about it if I don't like uh, how things worked out. Uh, the last thing I want to leave you with is that uh, next week we will be dropping a very special episode. Uh, we have a very special guest coming on uh, from a national organization. Uh, I was definitely a little celebrity awestruck uh, whenever we were able to have this interview conversation with this person. So there's the teaser for next week. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is quite yet, but you will definitely recognize the name when you see the podcast released next week uh, on the 23rd. Uh, also, as always, please, 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 on your podcast listening app of your choice, please leave us a rating and a review. The more of those that we get, the uh, better chance we're going to have to be able to reach out to people and, and educate more people about conservation and the issues that are surrounding it today. And with that, that is all for today. Thank you for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed listening to Father Son talk about uh, their hunting experiences and how they're going to be adapting. Have a good one. <laughs>